open up your Mesila Yesharim. We're going to read some inside. In the last couple of days, we didn't read so much inside. Today, we are going to read Mesila Yesharim inside. So basically, we just finished the paragraph that the Mesila Yesharim told us that about the good precious Man should not take from this world anything. Should take only what he needs, right? And he goes and he brings, uh, we didn't really actually read these words inside, but he basically brings Uriah from Rebbe. And even though he was a great king and he had so much, and his, and his table was filled with food, Worthy of a king, but he himself didn't take from the table more than he was needing. Okay? And the same thing by Chizkiyahu. Kula, mekaimim, omoyrim, sheyesh, laodom, lifresh, mechol, mash, utayna, goylomi. Every person should stay away from what is pleasurable, laman, lotipo, besakanas. Fine. This is what we're going to read today. Ve'im tish'al. Look for the words. Ve'im tish'al ve'tomar. Got it? Uh, no, we did this already. Tzadik test. on page If you're going to ask, if this is all true, you gave us a great presentation, Ramchal. And Ramchal was a good salesman, you know, he knew how to sell his point very well. He says, I just showed you how important and how necessary it is for a person to become a parush. And that is the only way to save yourself from falling in Averis. So if so, if it's such an important thing, so why didn't the rabbis make exera? Right? The Chachomim were not afraid to make fences around the Torah. That was their job, actually, to make fences around the Torah. Right? For example, we know that there's a halacha called Yehud. That a man and a woman are not allowed to be in seclusion in the same room together, even if they're not going into that room for any bad purposes. They work together in the same uh, office. They come there to work. They're not going in there to uh, have a social event. They're going there to work. But the Chacham said, Asur, to have Yichud with a woman. Why? Because they understood... That having a yichud with a woman is the first step to your downfall at the end. Right? So they made a fence. That's the job of the hachamim. They make fences. So if precious is such an important thing, if not taking from this world more than what's necessary is so important, so why didn't the hachamim make this Gezerah themselves. Got it? You hear the Kasha? Why is it left to us? You decide. If you want to be a Poresh, you don't want to eat more than what you need to eat to live, you don't want to wear clothing that's too fancy, you just want to wear uh, simple clothing that's respectable, 
but not fancy. You want to drive a simple car. You don't want to drive a a Lamborghini. Uh, what they call it yesterday, Urus. You don't want to. You don't want to. Whatever. You don't want to do those kind of things. That's up to you. It's your discretion. It's your decision that you make. But if it's such a dangerous thing to drive around in this Lamborghini, then the Chachom should have came along and said, no Lamborghinis. Only allowed to have Camrys and Chvesnish. Uh, That's it. No Lamborghinis. Volvo, you got But that's it. Okay? So... That's the question that the Messiah Hashem is asking. So by yourself, maybe, maybe, Ulai, you could have thought to say, since the Messiah Hashem just told us before that it depends on your nature, what's considered hechrach, what's considered needed, and what's considered extra. So you can't put an exact formula on the table and say, everybody has to do this, Right? Because people are different. So you could have, you could have said that. Okay. Well, okay. right? And it seems a little bit from the Shlach Kodesh that that's the way you learn because the Shlach Kodesh is talking about a Ramban. And the Ramban says, Kedoshim to you, that it's a Chiyuv Daraisa. For a person to be Mekadesh Atzmoi Bemuta, he has to make himself holy with things that are Mutar to him. And the Shlach says, even though it's a Deoraita, but it's a very general Doraita. Kaddish Atzmach What's Mutter? The way he explains Mutter means Bimi Yutar What's for you extra? Everybody's different. So you can't say an exact thing that everybody, it's like, a, it's not like you come to school, you know, the girls' schools, they have a uniform. Kachalovshin Vizel. Doesn't work like that. Correct? So you have to go by the person. But the Messiah Shalom doesn't say that. Yes, Maya. Maybe they made an decision. Um, the Chachamim did tell us, just like a, a get of it. Like, no, but he wants to know why didn't they actually ask for certain things? Because we do know that the Chacham did ask for certain things. Mm-hmm. Tremendous amount of derabanans. And all those derabanan isurim that we have are all designed to protect us from sin. So if eating steaks and french fries or making too much money or buying too nice of a house or a car or a suit or whatever is in itself a danger to fall in sin. So why didn't the Chachomim make rules? Ad Khan. Until here you could buy, after here you can't buy. That's his question. Okay? So this is, listen to what the Messiah Zashar answers to his question. Everybody see this inside, we're going to read it. If you have a book. Okay? He says, "Hinea teshuva mevoeret upeshuta." The answer is very clear. If you learn shas and you learn this is a Torah, you'll see very clearly the answer. Kilo gazru hachamim gezera. The hachamim never made a gezera. Ela imken rov hatzibur yicholim laamod ba. Only if most of the tzibur could handle it. If most of the tzibur could handle it, then they made the gezera. Now, stop, if I would stop here, you could say it still fits with what I said before. Not everybody can handle it because there's different standards, you know. 
So you can't make a one size fits all, but that's not what he says. Continue the words. This is going to be a piece that we're going to have to spend a little time on. Very big hashkafas here. Okay? And a lot of people in today's world, they don't get this. So let's get this clear. He says, En rov hatzibur yecholim lihiyot hasidim. Not most of the tzibur cannot reach the level of chasidus. People don't like to hear this, okay? I'm going to explain to you why people don't like to hear this. But this is what it says. Aval dai lahem there most of the people are, it will be enough of achievement throughout their hard life of work and avoided to reach the level of being a tzaddik. What's a level of being a tzaddik? That you're able to follow the Torah and the Dirabanans and, and be able to live that kind of life. Torah life, exactly. Not going above the letter of the law. The letter of the law itself is a lot of work. If you go through the chapter of Zahirus, Zrizus, Nikias, it's a lot of work. You want to get, that's a big achievement. So for most people, to achieve Sitkis is unbelievable. But not everybody is built, you hear the words of Mesilah Yisharim, not everyone is built to reach Chasidus. It doesn't mean that you can't do one action of Chasidus. Or uh, two actions of Hasidus, but to be able to teach, to, to make a letter of the law that every Jew should live on the level of Hasidus, that's not something that most people are built to do. Okay? Now, we have to learn the subject well, because we're not trying to take away motivation from people to grow. Okay? Let's get this clear. Ach, Hasridim HaShabaam, the, the remnants, I mean the small amount, the mute of Klal Yisrael, that have a desire, they really have a burning desire to become close to Hashem. Here's the key words. Part of a desire and a motivation to become a Hasid is two things. Number one, you want to get close to Hashem. Number two, you want to help the people grow. Very important. The motivation for the, the miyut to become Hasidim is number one, they want to become close to Hashem. Number two, they realize that when you have great people, Great people are able to elevate and carry the other people, and that's part of the motivation to reach greatness. That's the words. You got it? The remnant, the small amount of the nation, that have a desire, to become close to Hashem. And what? Boom. And they want the zechut of having the rest of the nation that are dependent on them. They're thinking about the people. They are worthy of reaching Mishnah Sachasidim, Ashallah Yuchlo Lakai Machem that other people can.
For them, heim heim sidra prishos ha'elah. Ki bezeh bocha Hashem. Now, again, follow the words. We're going to try to bring out all the hashkofe. Shekevon she'iyev she'lo umo she'tiyek kula shova b'maylachas. Let's pay attention to this because a lot of people have jealousy and they're trying to be places where they're not supposed to be. He's saying a claw. Claw. Efshad. It is not possible for an entire nation to be on the same myla, on the same level. Kiyesh ba'am. Because there are in a nation madregas, madregas, different levels. Ish That means sometimes God gave you a certain type of seichel. And that seichel may have limitations. Okay? Hinei lefachot. Yechideh segula yimtzu asher yachinu etzma There are yechideh segula. Individuals that have this ability that they are muchan. Try to explain it. Give me a minute here. If you saw the words he said, they are muhan to receive and to feel the ahavat Hashem equally. The hashla'at shechinato equally. So Hashem is looking at the nation as a whole, not as individuals. The nation as a whole will get the complete hashra'at shechinato. So let's try to give it as an example, okay? Let's try to give an example. As a body, a human being's body. Okay? There are limbs that have more important functions, so to speak, or more powerful functions. The brain, the heart. These are very, very important organs. Now let's say guys, the eyeball, if one of them ain't working, his system is still not great. It affects the whole system. But it's not an Avershan Hashem Teluya boy, correct? But it's necessary for the entire person to have every part of his body working properly in order for this machine to have a proper, not be a Balmor, right? Now, so when they, when a body works, it works together. There's a certain unity in the body that makes every single limb important because in the whole, you need every single limb to function, and therefore they work together. If, let's say, a person gets a cut in his hand, there's resources sent from all parts of his body to help, because they work together, right? And together they become one unit, okay? So this is the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants Klai Yisrael to function. He wants Klai Yisrael to function as a body. So in the body itself, there are going to be people that are designed to do different things. For example, there's going to be people that are designed to be the Hasidim. And there are people that are not going to be designed to be the Hasidim. Because I'll give you an example. Let's say you have a person 
who, if he's going to be a chasid, okay, then he will not have anything to do with you. You cannot go to him with your iPhone and say to him, uh, Rabbi, I'm struggling with something in my iPhone. The guy's like, what iPhone? What struggle? You understand? He's a chasid. The guy is not eating, uh, he's not eating anything, right? You may need to have uh, a rabbi who is down on the ground with you, who understands what you're going through, and be able to help you with it, right? He may not be a chasid because he knows your world, right? So there's going to be many, many different personalities on many, many different levels, doing many, many different things, right? Because Klai Yisrael has to work as a unit, meaning we need to come on to different people. This is a very deep concept. I want to try to get this clear. A human being is not built in a way that he can reach his own perfection from within himself. Okay? I want you to get that clear. You can be built with a tremendous potential. This is a very important point. Let's try to chop this. You have a potential. Whatever that potential to be is, right? When you get the Shemayim, they're going to show you a picture of what your potential is, and hopefully you look the same as your potential, okay? So you have a potential to be somewhere. you got to pay attention to this. You have a potential. So you would think, if that's my potential, then I could reach my potential myself if I work hard mm-hmm. enough, right? The answer is no, you cannot. You could only reach your potential if you're part of a unit, then your potential could be developed. And part of being part of a unit is you need to come on to others. For example, you need to have a Rebbe. That's one part you need someone to teach you, right? So that's not within yourself. You need not only your Rebbe, meaning a rabbi, you have to be a Lomed Mikol Adam. Hashem has a lot of shluchim around you to teach you. And you have to pay attention to all those shluchim around you to learn something from them. And if you're going to walk around life thinking that you know better than everybody else, or you're smarter than everybody else, or that guy's on a lower level than me, so what can he teach me? Then you're done. You have to be a lomed mikol adam. You're learning things from people. That means you're coming on to outside resources. Then you have to have what we call a habrutah. Or habruta, or metuta. You have to have a chabrusa. Chabrusa is someone who is basically on your level, and you work things together, you care about each other, you can give each other a little bit of a chizik, or sometimes uh, wake up your friend that he's doing something wrong when he doesn't realize it. you got to have a friend, right? So you have to have a rebbe, someone to learn from, you have to have a chabrusa, and you have to have a talmud. And what does it say in Chazal? Mitalmidai yoter mekulam. Hear this? Listen to this. I learned from my students more than my Rebbe. More than my Chabrusa I learned from my students. Now that's a very hard Chazal to understand. I've been a Rebbe for 20 years. I don't think you one Peshat that anybody ever told me in 20 years that I, you know, I said, aha, this I didn't think of, you know. <laughs> right? Maybe a few times, but I don't Again, I can't say, it can't be Mikulam, right? I learned by Ramea Hershkowitz, yeah? Very deep. Deep lumbus all day. I learned with Rapsim Khashustal. Amkis all day. Rebelli Bear. 
I, right? All these giants, Torah giants, that we had to work hours and hours and hours on their sheurim to understand them, to get a derech halimud, to get an approach in learning. We learn from their behaviors, we learn from their hashkafas, we heard their shiurim, right? Big giants. That's a lot. Without those giants, I would be zero. I wouldn't know how to learn, wouldn't know how to do nothing. Zero, zero, zero. Right? You have your father sometimes as your Rebbe. Tamiya Hakam. You learn, you learn, you learn your whole youth, you're learning, learning, learning. Okay, fine, very nice. Now you have, you go to BMG with Eliezer, and you learn with your Chabura. So now you have a bunch of guys, Mamish from Brisk and Karen and Right, and you handle on learning and you give Chaburas. Okay, that's the Kufa of Chabrusas. Okay, fine. Now you're already 30 years old, you're ready to be a Rebbe. And you have some 16, 18, 20, 21 year old kid. You're teaching him everything that you worked on for the last 30 years. You toiled over your Rebbeim Shurim. You toiled with your Chevra. You gave Chaburas. You worked out the Sugis. And now you come and say, Betalmidai, Yoter Mikulam. Because maybe one time one of your students told you a pshat that was better than what you thought. Or he asked you a question that you didn't think of. Okay, you can count them on your finger. Yoter Mikulam. Metalmidai, yoter, more than the ten years you learned in BMG, more than the ten years you learned by Meir Hershkowitz, more than all that, more than your derech halimud, more than your derech and avodas Hashem, more than everything I got from my talmid. That needs an explanation, I would think, huh? Doyle maskim, huh? He maskim and needs an explanation or not? Huh? Ezra, what do you say? Just say, tell me what you think. You know, you understand the question? Yeah. The question is a bomb. Does anybody think they have an answer here? It's a hard question. What? Okay. Let me try to expound a little bit on what you're saying, but we don't have time. We're a little out of time. We have to go back to that. But, but for the point of today's class is, you see that you could be something truly amazing. You're 30 years old. You're learning your whole life. You didn't waste a second. You broke your head on your Rebbe Shurim. You were a Balkishrin. You were the best in your Chabura. You were unbelievable. But you cannot reach your potential until you come onto somebody that's way smaller than you. <coughs> so what are we learning from this? The way the system was built, and we're going to have to expound on this subject for one or two vads. The way the system was built is that you cannot reach your potential without coming on to a lot of different people and a lot of different people that are way smaller than you. So this is a gaiva that people have. People have gaiva. They walk around and they think they're so great and they're so special and they know better than this one and they can only learn from that one. And they said that they don't know anything. You understand? I want to tell you, Rabbi Kiva Ega, unbelievable thing. When Rabbi Kiva Egan, when they wanted to write the tshuvas, you know, the people used to send Rabbi Kiva Egan letters, then they didn't have email and stuff like that, right? So people used to send uh, letters from all over the country to send to Rabbi Kiva Egan, Shailas and Halacha, right? Now some of the people that asked him the questions happened to be his students. 
Not just random people, also his students, right? So when they wanted to put out print, they collected all these letters and they put out the chuvas from Kivega. When they wanted to print it, so they wanted to put in, the people that were putting it out, wanted to put in Talmidei. And when it comes from a student, they should add uh, on the, uh, the shoyal, the question that's coming from Harav, Agoyen, Gucci, Gun, Gucci, Gay, Talmidei, Hayoker, blah, 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 right? Student of Vilei, right? So Rabbi Kiva said, don't write Talmud, because I don't know who learned more from who. How could you call him my student? Maybe I'm his student. Huh? So we have to understand that's a Shver Rabbi Kiva <laughs> Because your student did not learn to teach you more than what you taught him. And Rabbi Kiva wasn't a fool and he wasn't a liar. Being a humble man doesn't mean you're a fool and a liar. So obviously there's an explanation to that. And that's something as a Rebbe your whole life you have to live up to, to try to see that in a certain way, your students are your teachers. And that's why you have to respect them. And this will, okay, we're getting a little late here, but this will also answer, you'll remind me tomorrow to answer Kasha Rabbi Rucham asks, that it says by Moshe Rabbeinu, that he told Yoshua Benun, Bahar Lanu Anashim. Choose for us men. Let's say, let's go out to fight Amalek. And Rashi says from here, you see, that the uh, honor of your student should be equal like he's your friend. But it doesn't fit with other other Chazals. That it says that you have, your student has to to, 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 to serve the, the master. Okay, so we have to figure all these things out. What's the relationship between Rebbe and Talmud to understand this whole concept of Achtas and we have to go now deeper into the whole sugya, understand how Amaaretz can help a tzaddik, and how a tzaddik helps an Amaaretz, and how we're all connected with each other, and everybody has to be comfortable and happy with who they are, and what they belong in the community. A lot of work we have in front of us. So, Okay, we stop there.